So we're just gonna fucking free ball it, just the two of us. Special fucking episode. You guys ready to do this shit? All of a sudden, it's a revolution. That is not like an act of war. It is an act of war. Just don't kill us until we leave. You know, I kill people, I rob people. We need to kill them. We need to kill them. You killed us dead. Wrong kid died. Some spooky music in the smoker. You are listening to Hog Story. Thank you very much. Uh, where I'm, I'm just here. I'm still cleaning up after uh, yesterday's episode with Nick the Rat. I got gooey in here. I'm Fletcher. And where I have been stuck in the same seat all night, all thanks to Nick the Rat. I'm Carolyn Blaney. Monday. Ooh, la la. Ooh, 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 la la. <laughs> Baseline. Really That's exactly what I need right now. <clears throat> I want to lay off the weed, huh? And you might want to gargle my ball sack. Yeah, this is a cool track. I'm, I'm digging it. It's all dark and spooky. And oh, deep. thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. That's the kind of music they listen to at Chinese restaurants when they butcher the dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and when they... Uh... Yeah, yeah. And though and you're waiting for your table. Yeah, right. And and you're stuck there. What kind of cool you... music is that back there? Wow. Well, I I made the uh baseline myself. Mm-hmm. And then oh, I made cool. yeah. And then I I tweaked this existing um synth. Mhm. Um, so it would sounded different, but so they're like similar, but they're different. Like I've changed, you know, just the way they sound. Oh um, yeah. Well, that's yeah. pretty good. I like that. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah. Very chill. But I was, very cool. I was really happy though with the way that the bass lines came out. I should send those to you so you can have them for, for later. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, score one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. It's uh, episode 305. 305. And it yes. is July 4th, America's Independence Day. That is so cool. Well, I and guess. We, we have a, and we have a question for uh, this day. Um, you of can all give days. us a call for, of all days. <laughs> we want to know uh, what, what does freedom mean to you? Uh, so give us a call 430 201 4841. We're seeing the soul us, of America now. Leave us a voicemail. Um, I actually have a clip that I wanted to get started with um, because you mentioned Independence Day. And, fucking uh, America! Fucking America. And Joe Biden had uh, was trying to define America. Oh, okay. And and uh, Okay, I, I'm I, a sucker for America. Sorry. <laughs> and, and what? 
Oh, um, he, uh, Joe Biden was trying to define America with, in one word. Okay, all right. <laughs> America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot, excuse me. Yep. Yep. He summed it up. He's did is do you, do you agree with that? Like that Fucking sentiment, America. that one one word. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. America. I, I, thought, I thought it was uh, inspiring. It is. I want to be inspired again. Okay. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot. Excuse me. I just put it in the foot. foot. What, what is that uh, inspiring word? Wait, let me, let me just get back to it. I was going to put him in the foot. foot excuse me. I was going to put it in the foot. foot no, excuse me. I was going to put him in the foot. foot excuse me. I was going to put it in the foot. foot excuse me. It's a lot of feet. Feet yeah. talk. But you, know? you, Americans. Wow. Being is so big. And, Clearly. Um, and, and our our prime minister... Penis had, so uh, small. <laughs> uh, our prime minister also uh, had had shared some words on Twitter uh, about oh, yeah. our friendship. So, mm. uh, so he, so he says uh, there's something special about the friendship between Canada and the United States, and between Canadians and Americans. To all friends, relatives, and neighbors south of the border, Happy Independence Day. Thanks. Yeah. That's what JT wished y'all. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in a uh, foot, foot. Excuse me. <laughs> 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 well, Joe, you get one of these. <laughs> nailed it. He nailed it. He did nail it. Yep. 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 I, I mean, want to thank uh, Candy for, for pointing that one out to me. Oh, yeah. We're seeing the soul of America now. <laughs> sure are. Sure are. Oh, yeah. Fucking America! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should uh, we should thank some executive producers for this episode. Start off. Oh, yeah, we should. Absolutely. We always... And, uh, first, we want to thank Node Bit. Node Bit. He, uh, nope. He's a man with a plan. You know, he's uh, mm-hmm. keeping everything running, keeping everything going. In the behind the scenes with the stream. So if you're listening yes. to us live on the No Agenda stream, uh, it's all thanks to NodeBit. And if you uh, enjoy interactions there in the chat room with Chad and Stacy, seeing your uh, your Satoshi's, uh, seeing your um, I just blanked <laughs> your Boostergram, <laughs> Boostergram, yes, uh, live in the chat room right after you send it. Well, that's thanks to Stacy, which is uh, thanks to NodeBit, and um, we very much appreciate him. We do, absolutely. We do, and uh, I always want to play this. Or maybe? Oh, yeah, we do. Here we go. We need justice for Chad! Mm. We need oh, yes. justice for Chad! Yeah, we do need justice for Chad. You'll see Chad in the uh, in the um, I- IRC ch- channel for Hog Story um, delivering, you know, karma and weather hmm. and the cost of Bitcoin and other things. Other things. And thanks to uh, Void Zero for helping us out with um, the website, with the server, being all around good guy. And uh, hope you're doing well over there in the Netherlands. Hope you and your family yeah. are doing great. Yes. And thank you so much for all of your help, Mark. We appreciate it. And we really do. 
and even recently we had some yes. problems and he uh helped us out no problem oh yeah and uh coming in no problem here is uh another man with a plan cold acid oh cold acid the coldest of acids excellent he uh he sent us his monthly uh ten hogaru donation very cool back one massage your b-hole fuckball tits that's very cool we appreciate it cold acid we we do indeed and i'll i'll be seeing cold acid on saturday from oh yeah no agenda meetup yeah yeah it's gonna be a no agenda meetup in uxbridge ontario go to no agenda meetups.com if you would like to rsvp and say that you would like to join us for sure. Um, we want to thank KS. Oh, KS. I, uh, I forget what handle they want us to call them by, but uh, they sent in their $5 monthly uh, donation. Very cool. It came in the other day. We appreciate the most monthly donations. They really do help. They do. Absolutely. Uh, and thanks again. Keep the show going. Uh, to him and uh, TW, old T-dubs. Oh, old T-dubs. <laughs> thank you so in, much. 1111. Uh, Oh, very cool. Good, good numbers there. I, I like those numbers. It's excellent. And uh, yeah, that was 11.11. We got a boostergram that came in at the beginning, uh, before the show started. Which, yes. if you send a boostergram while we're doing the show, we will read it live on the air. We got C Brooklyn 112 with 7777 saying, Happy Independence Day. Very nice. Love those numbers. Thank you so much, C. Brooklyn 112. Hell yeah. Seven! Yeah. Seven! Seven! Uh, seven. Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? Oh, we're not. We are not. No. This is great. Hell yeah. And uh, we got a new boostergram sound, too. So you send a boostergram any amount over, I want to say, uh, 332 sets, it will trigger the bot and the sound. Ooh, and then we'll hear it, and I'll hear it, because I don't even know what the boostergram sound is. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's always a new thing, and it's always fun for me to hear it. <laughs> well, hopefully you will hear it before the end of the show. And uh, Yes. Yeah. And I just noticed with PayPal, their little uh, print document icon mm -hmm. looks like uh, Frank Zappa's mustache motif. Oh. The little image that they use. Oh. Uh, I got uh, I got Zappa on the brain um, because uh, Universal Music Group mm -hmm. or UMG uh, they just bought um, Frank Zappa's vault, like his entire recorded music collection, the videos, um, everything, including rights to his likeness and name. Wow! Yeah. Whoa! So rights to his likeness. So when. These companies, like, they'll take the likeness in your name and such. Yeah. Does that mean that they could theoretically do, like, a hologram yeah. concert? Shit. Yeah. Not that I want to go see that. I mean, I'm sure there are people that are that are keen on, on that sort of thing. Well, it's been a gradual process for them. They've been working with the um, Zappa Trust over in the past decade or something, starting with Gail before she died. To yeah. uh, to release his catalog of music, and so they've been doing uh, you know digital releases, streaming that sort of thing, re-releasing CDs, mm -hmm. um, 
and uh, even even re repressing vinyls and all that from original master sources because Zappa kept all of that stuff, like everything. Yeah. That that vault of his is crazy. I didn't take wow. any clips from it, but um, I do have clips from uh, that Zappa documentary that came out in 2020. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, that. Yeah. From, um, oh, what was that guy's name? Uh, the guy from Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking Alex about. Alex Winter. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he did that, that Zappa documentary. And um, let me see if I can find some clips from it. He had, as it was going on, because it was a kind of like a crowdfunded deal. Yeah. So they were raising money for it. And um, he was putting out videos to the people that were donating to it. And, after, you know, after the documentary came out, people um, compiled it uh, to one big, long video of mm -hmm. just all the little shorts. And so they were down in the vault and they were showing the process of, uh, like, what it took to um, do all of that, to do all the mixing and everything like that. It was crazy. They, uh, yeah. they, they didn't invent it, but they went to a guy that had just invented this new um, uh, transfer machine for transferring old videotape uh, to digital. Mm -hmm. And it didn't use spindles like uh, some of the old film, you know, had little holes to be guided along by the spindles. And when the, the film... Uh, is old, it shrinks, and so it, it won't work in those type of machines. So they made one that, that holds it with various uh, wheels and pulleys and whatnot. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. So they were being really careful. Um, but that was before this UM, uh, UMG purchase. And uh, so, of course, Universal is happy. I think, uh, I forget what they paid for it. It was 20-something million. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but really, it's, it's I, I mean, everything. 20, I mean, yeah, unreleased yeah. stuff. It it said his in like entire recorded uh, media collection. So that's audio and video stuff that was unreleased. There's yeah. um, home movies down in there. I saw them pull out a box of that. Yeah. Um, and because he recorded everything, every jam session, every practice, every time they went and played a concert, all of that. Sounds like at twenty million dollars, they're getting a deal. Yeah. Really, like <laughs> all that unreleased um, footage and 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 recordings, like that's, and then they could just go ahead and put it on a put it on a uh, um, and sell it, you know, a digital copy mm -hmm. of it or CD or whatever, and just sell it, and then make hand over fist. That's wild. That's really that's a uh, that's interesting. <laughs> okay, mm. let's see. Uh, let me read from this article. Um... UMG, that's Universal Music Group, plans to dive into the vault for new archival projects for decades to come. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, additionally, with Zappa's name and likeness, UMG will engage existing fans and new audiences around the world with merchandise, feature films, interactive experiences, you nailed it, fucking holograms, as yeah. well as non-fungible tokens, NFTs, and other <gasps> next-generation Web3 projects. Oh no! Yeah. NFTs. Oh yeah. Oh, it makes me wonder, like, what Frank would have thought of NFTs, like the whole. That's it's, it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, hey, I don't know. That sounds like <laughs> shit. Yeah. 
That's <laughs> probably what he'd say. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably. So you just get a certificate of, of uh, that you own a thing, and then you really don't. <laughs> you really don't. Um, uh, there's also artwork of his, um, because in the 60s, before yeah. he, he uh, started doing music, he had a job uh, making greeting cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the, uh, that. And the illustration and everything. Yeah. And uh, so there's... He had all sorts of drawings down there. Yeah. they. Uh, I don't know if they ever did, but they were going to release a book um, for, for people that helped fund that movie or that documentary. They're going to release a book with... Uh, oh. Yeah. With those sort of things in it. Hmm. Which is kind of neat. That is neat. Yeah. I was, uh, I was looking for a clip from that documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, him talking about uh, the music industry. I might be able to find it later. Because, uh, no, I don't think he would have uh, really been a big fan of just them buying everything. Do not disrespect my bunghole. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a boostergram coming in from cold acid. <laughs> the coldest of acids. With a message that says 6666. <laughs> Do not disrespect my bunghole. <laughs> Thank you, Cold Acid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I know the boostogram sound. <laughs> That's great. Are you threatening me? <laughs> Are you threatening me? <laughs> <laughs> A man cannot see his own bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that um, you you don't agree that they would that they should have bought everything or sold everything or, or- yeah yeah I mean. He kept it, he went through a lot of trouble to buy a lot of that back from record companies like Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even even his first record deal was with Verve Records, who's now owned by Universal. Uh, wow. Yeah, he went through a lot of shit to get all that stuff back. Mm-hmm. And then his kids sell it. Because Gail's dead, yeah. his wife. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so now it's just the four kids. Yeah. And, and really, I think it's Moon. Who's in charge of most of it? Uh-huh. Moon or Ahmet? Because mm-hmm. uh, I know even Dweezil had trouble with them over just playing Frank's music with Zappa plays Zappa. And now yeah. what is he going to do? Is he going to have to go suck up to Universal? Yeah, yeah. It to was play almost, his that, dad's music. Yeah, it almost kind of sounds like a, a fuck you to Dweezil. Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it. Cause, yeah. cause, you, you, like you say, he played, plays Zappa, plays Zappa, and and what is yeah. he gonna? You're right, you're right. What is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? I, I don't know. I guess uh, we'll find out. This just happened a few days ago. The them finally buying everything. They already had a deal mm-hmm. uh, with the family trust to put out uh, new records and CDs and everything, but mm-hmm. they didn't actually own it. Now they do. Uh, and his likeness yeah. and his name. Jeez. So, so all, all, all for all of the trouble he went to to buy all, all of his stuff back, this was all in vain. Yeah, that vault um, just had so much stuff in in there. Yeah, <clears throat> it was kind of neat seeing the the guy they called the Vaultmeister. 
um, going through all of it, he was saying that that uh, Frank used Scotch recording tape because it uh, it lasted. It wouldn't break down over time. You didn't have to go and bake it in order to be able to play it. And I'm not sure what the process of baking the tapes entails, but it seemed like a pain in the ass because, like uh, that album Apostrophe, all of side one is one big long piece. Uh, you know, uh, mainly about don't eat the yellow snow. Oh yeah, it yeah. Goes on Saint Alfonso's pancake breakfast uh, uh, and all that. Father Oblivion and um, Frank made um, like edits with a razor blade on the on the original on the master on the original tape yeah. instead of doing it on the mix down tape. Um, but he used uh, two different kinds of tape, and one formulation wasn't the right kind, so they had to uh, take. And it was on the first part of the the tape too, so they had to take most of the tape off, mm -hmm. leave the the bad tape on there, bake it, and then re-splice it and put all the uh, other tape back on there to um, digitize that master. Oh, yeah, it seemed like quite the process, and seems like it with a lot of that stuff because he had various types of um, medium that he was using. He was using eight millimeter, thirty-five millimeter uh, film. As well mm -hmm. as videotape, uh, Super 8, I think it was. Uh, the old little tiny reels of tape. Crazy. And uh, they had to do uh -huh. a whole bunch of stuff to get into that documentary. So, uh, yeah, Alex Winter did a lot. Um, and uh, I did take a clip from one of those little mini videos he put out. <laughs> Who the fuck was Frank Zappa? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then he uh, he goes through uh, really quick 10 things about him. Oh, okay. Here's a few things you should know. He was one of the biggest rock stars of the 70s, but he didn't do drugs. He composed symphonies, but he also played a bicycle on national TV. He got banned from SNL, yet he was a regular on CNN. He took on the government, basically invented Rock the Vote, was a face of an actual revolution in Czechoslovakia, and considered running for president. Yeah, we could do a lot worse, right? And 23 years after his death, Zappa is still a total mystery. I just thought that was good. <laughs> it just, yeah, that is pretty cool. <laughs> he went through them in like a silly way. Because the rest of it is, is a pretty straightforward kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. But they had a giveaway um, for people that were, um, you know, uh, helping fund that project. Where, yeah. uh, of course, you would get maybe a, um, a recording of some kind, a CD or a record, uh, but they were also giving away some of uh, Frank's personal stuff, just random little things. Oh. Uh, but you could also win the house, not Whoa. the stuff in the house, yeah. but the house that he, uh, the last house he lived in. Damn. Where, where was the last house? Where, where is the house? It's somewhere in California. I'm not sure exactly. Oh. Neat. Not in Laurel Canyon, though. No. Unless it was, but maybe it wasn't. I know he did have a house in Laurel Canyon. Uh, the same place where those uh, Manson murders happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of those guys in the 60s, uh, prominent music types, had houses in that neighborhood. Uh, it's on the market again. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, no. This is 2016. Uh, it just says in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, okay. It's a big house. Yeah. And it's got a pool. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, and some um, 
Roman numerals there. M C M X C I I I. What is C in Roman numerals? A hundred. That's one hundred. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You said it was M C I I. Um, M C M X C I I. Nineteen ninety two. Ninety three. Oh, was it ninety three? Oh, I missed. I I missed. Oh, triple. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So ninety three. There you go. I guess that's when they moved in. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's not obvious uh, Roman numerals either, except for the M's, but the way they did it, it kind of goes along with the outside of the house. Oh, there's also the Z and the A uh, on top of it from, uh, 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 what's the name of that album? Ship Arriving Too Late to Save a Drowning Witch. Oh. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> see if I can take a screenshot. Probably not. Nope. Nope. No? I hate this new capture bullshit from microsoft oh it's so dumb it is so dumb everything they do is dumb they just they just keep adding to the dumb yeah i i had to i had to figure out a way to remove this animation next to the search bar on the task bar and it was and it was changing every day and it was really annoying oh their dumb weather shit yeah, they're dumb. Well, I, I took out the dumb weather shit, but this one's different. This is like trending crap. Like mm. they had like this animation of whatever, a rainbow, for example, and it's trending. And oh, of course it is. Yeah. And the, yeah. And it's it's just distracting. Like, I don't need all that crap on the. Yeah, you do. My task. You clearly do. <laughs> they wouldn't have put it there if you didn't need it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, this is such a nice house. I like uh, I like the windows. The windows are huge. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Hey, he was on a show called What's My Line in 1971. And uh, <laughs> I got a clip from it, them trying to guess who he was. So that's the point oh. of the show. They get a mystery guest. They put on blindfolds. And they yeah. ask him a question. Each contestant asks one question of the person so they can guess who he is. Oh. He or she. Anyway, uh, let me play it. All right, panel, it is indeed one question at a time. We'll give you three minutes to try and establish the identity of our mystery guest. And we'll begin with Soupy Sales. Boy, that was a wild... Are they, are they in already? Uh, that was a wild reception, uh, mystery guest. Is that because we would recognize you for your work on television? No. One down, June. Are you in the arts? Yes. Gene. All those old ladies from the audience sound like you're a bullfighter. <laughs> Let's see, you're in the arts and not in television. You work in the theater. They're not mutually exclusive, you know. <laughs> yes. No. No, not Arlene. in the theater. Don't work in the theater. Well, um, is there anything musical about your work? Some people think so. <laughs> Understatement. Soupy. Soupy. Oh, well, uh, are you a singer? Not very often. Huh. June, but you can't say he is not a singer. No, I do sing from time to time, uh, but, but only under duress. But not professionally. This is not what No, you're... no, we're talking professionally. I see. Then are you on the stage? Yes. Well, <clears throat> uh, you mean musically? Stage. Yes. Gene. This sounds like a nightclub performing composer singer. Who's a bullfighter? Yes. <laughs> are you a, are you a, also a composer? Yes. Arlene. 
Are you part of a group? Yes. Soupy. Oh, do you have a mustache? Yes. You Frank Zappa? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a mustache? <laughs> I like that. Oh, and um, earlier Booberry pointed out that there indeed was a hologram tour. This article oh. from Rolling Stone was from back in 2019. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. I wonder who's in the band. Who's doing this monstrosity? Yeah, really? And who I mean, are the people that are sitting in the front row? Like, who are like, just, oh, I could see the hologram of, of Frank Zappa. You know, and um, Zappa Plays Zappa isn't the only group that plays Zappa's music. There's um, Project Object. That's got Ike Willis and Ray White and uh, some other Zappa members. There's another one um, with, I think, Mike Keneally, who's a guitar player, playing Frank's music. Mm. Yeah. Um, his his name rings a bell. I don't know why, why I heard uh, He did something back in the 90s called Zappa's Universe. Oh. oh, okay. It was right after he died, I think. Hmm. They're not saying who uh, who is in the band. Huh. Yeah, it looks creepy. I mean, you know, it it's does. just being projected up onto a screen of sorts i can't see who's who just from the photographs mm-hmm. i wonder remember that um that podcast that zappa podcast i found i wonder if they talked about this oh it looks like mike keneally is one of the guitar players oh yeah i wonder if they uh they did Eh. yeah they might as well they should have just drug his corpse out of the ground and uh put his yeah. bones up on stage i think zappa would have liked that better who the yeah, fuck least, was Frank Zappa? At least that's actually that would actually be him, or that was him. Yeah, yeah. Rather than like this, not non Frank Zappa person. That's not a person. It's just, just a and rig up projection. His, rig up his skull to like move with the with yeah. the musical, you know, with his lyrics. Oh. <laughs> I'm down in the vault, and it's uh. Oh God! What day? It's Tuesday, I think. Uh, is it Tuesday or Monday? It's uh, it's. Is it Monday? <laughs> what day is it? It's. I think it's. <laughs> That's really pathetic. It's Monday. It's it is Thursday. Monday. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're really. <laughs> yeah, I kind of slept all weekend. So anyway, we're here and we're uh, getting started. <laughs> we are getting started, and uh, you can leave us a voicemail. Tell us how you're getting started. Tell us uh, what freedom means to you. That's right. Give us a call. 2014841. Or you can just talk to us about anything you want. What did you do this weekend? Did you eat any good food? Drink any good beer? Tell us did all you about it. Grill something? Yeah. Did you uh, set any fires? Intentional? Accidental? Did you put out any fires? I beat my meat into a cup. <laughs> I think that's as as important as setting the fires, is putting them out. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. <laughs> yeah, we want to know. We do want to know, and uh, we do want to know. We even have voicemail. Do, uh, did we? Uh, did we get any voicemail? Tune in to Hog Story. There we go. Just keep on playing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you ask? Yeah. 
Oh, I, I asked if there was were any more voice or any voicemails. We have exactly we two. Oh, exactly two. Well, maybe we could just well, listen to the one. Okay. I suppose I'm deranged, but I guess I'll just have to call. Joe Biden said come, and most of them come with a phone number. Hey, Hogs. Hey. Uh, hey. Hello. <laughs> You've reached my voicemail. But uh, oh, unfortunately no for you, uh, uh-huh. the odds of me actually listening to it or responding to it are uh, slim to none. But uh, oh, you can no. go ahead if you want. You know, roll the dice. And okay. uh, good luck to you. But uh, other than that, uh, adios, mofos. Oh, yeah, just uh Send me a text like a normal okay. person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think he had that backward. I think he did. Um, so he le- we left him a voicemail. Is that what he thought? I don't know. I don't know. This is it's like voicemail inception. There's a flood at our house. Is gonna like do it with us? Maybe that's what he's trying to tell us. Now, they use the word slut in a sex-positive way, which is a good thing. <laughs> it was a pretty good thing. I, th- I think we both saw, saw a movie, and I'd, I'd like to talk about it. Oh, yeah, you would? Yeah. Too would. bad we don't talk about movies here. We have a whole jingle and everything, though. Oh, shit, you're right. Now for movie reviews with Hot Story. Hi! How was the movie? Tell me every single plot point. What was the movie about? You know, I'm a film enthusiast too, so. Yeah. So, yeah. we watched, uh, I, I know I did at least. Um, I guess you did too. Watch uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Yeah, I watched that last night. Pretty I funny. couldn't sleep. It was pretty funny. <laughs> well, that's a good movie to watch when you can't sleep. Yeah, yeah. And then I was ready for bed after. <laughs> <laughs> All at four in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's the way to do it. <laughs> like, um, now I'm ready for bed. Now I'm ready for bed. I I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was I thought it was funny. Um, a lot. Of, I do, do. I noticed the animation was different. Like there were it's more realistic. Less with Beavis and Butthead themselves. Mm. It reminded their the animation for them reminded me more from uh, ninety eight. Oh, yeah, the early. I think that was the point. <clears throat> oh, okay. You know, because they uh, they go through the wormhole and all that. Oh, right. From, from that's 98. right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> um, you better watch that movie, and you can yeah. easily go find it for free. Just go look at uh, you know at theater or on No Agenda Social. Yes, yeah, so in theater, it's it's there. <laughs> I think I like. I'll, I'll just say this. Um, I liked it. It's it's as good as the other as the Do America, Beefs and Butt I Do America. Oh yeah, yeah. What if we really did do a nad kicking science experiment and 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 like we did measurements and and we wrote stuff down with a pencil like you're supposed to and and maybe we could prove everybody wrong and win the whole science. <laughs> Uh. 
Beavis, tomorrow we are going to score with that lady. <laughs> In outer space? Wherever she wants it. Outer space, the back of a car, I don't care. Yeah, yeah me neither. <laughs> uh, you get the premise of the movie from that. Yes, you oh, do. Oh, and from this. Beavis, the government is about to train our schlongs. <laughs> For all mankind. <laughs> Exactly. Sums it up right there. Right there. The government is going to train their schlongs. Very chill, very cool. And hilarity ensues. It does. <laughs> it really does. Not much else I you think... could really say about that. I mean, without uh, <laughs> I... giving all of it away. I could watch it again. It, it's it's that good. It's a, it's that funny. I could probably watch it again. Yeah. And I I'm sure it I it strikes me as one of those movies that I could watch again and then I missed and then I ca- caught something I missed the first time. Oh yeah, like them saying schlong in a place they didn't say it before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they said schlong here. Excellent. Oh. Yeah. oh that makes There's it even a funnier. Our house is going to like do it with us. <laughs> it was great it uh it made me laugh a lot it did so i'm not getting caught all over me <laughs> so uh yeah check it out it, it was it was pretty cool it was it was uh did you do anything exciting for canada day i went swimming mm-hmm. and i burned some stuff in the chimenea there are oh, some okay. wood yeah. yeah, yeah, it's had a nice fire, and it was like wall-to-wall fireworks Ooh. everywhere. Yeah, it's one of those towns where there's fireworks, that, you know, are everywhere, wall-to-wall. It's pretty neat. I, I caught a few of them, but it, the trees are so tall, I don't, I don't, I didn't get to see all of them. Like no, in not a jar? About, yeah, like in a jar, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and the, it was uh, it it was nice, and um, yeah, I did learn something. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of a bonsai, like a bonsai tree? Yeah. That's it's not like a specific tree. I thought it was. No, but it's, it's uh, bonsai is like the the way you you um, prune and maintain the tree. Well, it's that, and and it's um like it, it's about miniaturizing trees oh yeah so you can right. so you can miniaturize like any tree you could do it with like a pine tree or a maple tree imagine like a pine tree a miniature pine tree that'd be ridiculous i've seen a lot of those yeah 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 they're, they're pretty cool they're pretty cool i i didn't i didn't know i thought i thought it was just like a a type of tree so oh <laughs> no I'm so really, uh... i, I some people really get into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I think uh, a, a miniature sequoia would be the uh, real uh, feat. Sequoia. You know those big giant redwoods they have in California? Oh, yeah, that would that would be something because those trunks are so large yeah. and girthy. Yeah. That's got to be That's got to be challenging for sure. Mm. In Chinese, its literal translation is tray planting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not 
I don't think it's bonsai in Chinese because that's a Japanese word. But. Mm -hmm. Well, that yeah, that makes sense because it really it's like a tray because you want to prune the prune the roots. On Chinese, it's penzai. Penzai, neat. Mm. Yeah, I've never done it myself though, but. And uh, Candy has a has a maple tree, like a bonsai maple tree. Oh, okay. And it's all tiny, and I think she's she's got to transport it to a smaller, like like a tray, so the roots could you know not be, could be stunted. Hmm. I'm seeing a lot of uh, pomegranate trees. Oh, cool! Pomegranates are delicious. Uh, some of these get old. There's one that's 120 years old. It's a Chinese elm tree. Oh. That's so tiny. <laughs> yeah, so tiny. Oh, yeah, that's neat. Very neat. That is neat. What, are you going to start yeah. bonsaiing trees now? I think so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bonsai a tree. A birch tree would be so cool. Or, or one of those um, w willows. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then when you have enough bonsai trees, you can make Middle Earth. Yeah, you can have a little reenactment area for your action figures in the trees. Yeah. You can have, like, ninja action figures jumping from the trees. Who is Claudia Conway, and why is she not celebrating July 4th? Let's see. Oh, time, let's see. Especially at a time like this, not to buy into July 4th propaganda, you know, land of the free. We're not free. Why should we be celebrating independence when not all of us have independence? And that's why we're out here fighting for our reproductive rights, um, challenging the overturn of Roe v. Wade by the Supreme Court. And at a time, especially at a time oh, like this. Okay. Not oh, and it's repeating. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that's a You're free Tony to say that Conway's shit, though, daughter. aren't you, dummy? Yeah. <laughs> she got on her on her soap on her mom's soapbox and decided to. Oh yeah, uh, I'm sure her mom like <laughs> dropped her off around the corner. Probably, yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of this bullshit on Twitter is. is we're not celebrating because we're not free because of Roe v. <laughs> Wade. Okay, okay. Yeah, and what about all of the other cases out there? That they're not talking about. You know, if only they flip <laughs> the fuck out like this over something important like the Patriot Act. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, but it says Patriot in the name. Uh, uh. Uh, well, I'm not going to be not a Patriot, you guys. Okay, I'm a sucker uh. for America. Yeah, I'm a sucker for America. Jeez, don't you know? Don't you know? The Patriot Act is the most patriotic uh piece of legislation in american history it's the most patriotic can't get any more patriotic than that because that's what they say about everything something is the most something 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 in american history mm -hmm. how can you vote against patriot yeah you can't yeah like i don't know i'm i for one am excited for the next thing to come about so not hearing about Roe v. Wade every five minutes is a thing. Yeah, and I hearing their, their idiocy about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then just all these, like, scenarios. Like, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm fatigued over hearing all the scenarios. Oh, yeah, gee, well, Of I'm why you'd surprised. get it. Like, why, I, I don't know, like, 
why do people do anything? Like, I don't know. You're, you're not, you're not them. Like, people make decisions every day. It doesn't, it doesn't mean, you know, it's right, it might be right for one person, it's not right for the other person. Like, everybody makes decisions every day. So, I don't know. I'm, I for one, can't wait for the next thing. Why is MK Ultra trending on Twitter? Oh, now that's interesting. Here's the Why entire collection that? of released mind control MK Ultra related documents. Thousand plus pages I got released on behavioral modification never before seen to the public. At the time of release, downloaded all from this website. Well, let's just see. Oh, theblackvault.com. Ooh. Dun 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 dun. I guess I'll share the link. <laughs> so we all can yes, get on a watch all... list together. Woo, let's do it, everybody. All right. Yay, it's watch list time. Woo, get on that watch list, you guys. Oh, you can browse CD-ROMs. Download entire 1.1 <laughs> gigabyte data set. <laughs> but oh, missing it's pages. got missing pages. <laughs> oh, geez, look at all those missing pages. And maybe... A one thousand one hundred seventy nine thousand sixty six page. Oh yeah. Oh dear. We're getting some crackle <laughs> in your uh, your voice, like the old times. Oh really? Yep. Yep. Right there. Oh. Can you hear it? No. Okay, that's probably on my end then, because of this uh, shitty computer. Oh. Neat. Hmm. Oh well. Should we'll I? Deal uh... with it. Nah, it's all right. It's okay. not terrible. But there are a lot of a uh, lot of documents. Yeah, it looks like it. So I guess that's why MK Ultra is trending on Twitter. I, I guess. And because of some hmm. kid that's a a suspect, Robert Crimo. Oh, what did that guy do? He was white. Oh. And he posted violent content, and they suspect he's a shooter. Oh, okay. An MK Ultra shooter, and he's a liberal. Whoa! Whoa. So sleeper cell stuff. Yeah, well. Oh, it's the Highland Park. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's weird that that um in the Beavis and Butthead universe, that's where they live in Highland, Texas. That that was. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that, but. <laughs> he also he just comes right out and says, "I am a product of MK Ultra, and I'm a liberal." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that's what he said. Yeah, it was in uh, some Instagram post. Is what it looks mm. like. Ah, I see. Hm. Yeah. Good. We're all victims of MK Ultra in one way or another. I suppose we are. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Jeez. Um, it's it's I... a lot of fun being programmed. <laughs> Ultra, ultraly. Ultraly. Yeah, as opposed to uh, MK, uh, you know, normally, or... No. Ultimately? Ultimate, yeah. <laughs> Still no voicemails, uh, so if you are uh, programmed by MK Ultra, you should, you should give us a call. I want some serious cock in here. <laughs> I beat my meat into a cup. We did have that <laughs> other... Lay off the weed, huh? And you might want to gargle my ball sack. We did have that other voicemail. 
That's true, we do. When we play oh, it. hit me with voicemail. Yeah, yeah. Wham! This is why we don't go into tapes. Freedom? What's that? I mean, I guess it's, you know, the right to complain. Uh, you know, the right to disagree and get your head chopped off. Well, how about jihad? Yeah. Um, I'm actually more interested in uh, what freedom means like to people in other countries because obviously, like, coming from America, America, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, it's one of those the freedom to get stoned things. Like, at least I've only ever been here, you know, like we have all these freedoms and, you know, we can disagree with government and we can about stuff and blah, blah, blah. And like we have the freedom oh, really? to do that. And we have all these different little rights and blah, things like that, you know, got the freedom to stand up and pay. That's a, that's also a nice little freedom that I have. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, that's what I think about like freedoms. And it's not just those it's a broad topic, just those freedom to, to express oneself and have some different thoughts and, and uh, be able to uh, disagree with people and and still get along, hopefully. And uh, but then it's also like people other other people can have freedoms that you might not agree with, and you don't think should be allowed or whatever like that. And you kind of gotta go, you know. And then they got the same views about you and things you should say or do or whatever, and they, they don't think cancel you, you. Those, but you gotta be like, okay, well, oh you know, dear, you do you, you, me do you, me, me, sort of thing. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty broad, but uh, it is an interesting topic, and I uh, probably should have yes. thought a little bit more before calling and 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 leaving something so public on a on a on a public vocal mail that I just found scribbled on the inside of the bathroom wall, you know, like ten minutes ago. <laughs> that's where I put anyway, it. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, all right, well. I'm just gonna leave it at that because I'm just rambling here. So, the Christopher Battles, stay dangerous, stay dangerous, love you guys, stay dangerous. Happy uh, post Independence Day and Independence Day, respectively, to Canada and America. And oh yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm actually more curious about like Canada and Independence Day because uh, anyway. All right, well, yeah, love you guys. Well, um, thank you, Christopher Battles, for for leaving a voicemail. Um, Canada Day, it's thank about you for coming, uh, Christopher. <laughs> it's about uh, uh, the provinces signing um, signing uh, signing into Confederation, and uh, in eighteen sixty seven, uh, we uh, we signed a, a piece a document where where province some provinces became a country, and. I'm probably getting all that wrong, <laughs> uh, but uh, that's that's what it's about. It's it's about confederation, and then later later on, more provinces joined uh, confederation. Um, I think the the uh, I think it, the last province would have been Newfoundland in I want to say 1947. So they were the last um, uh, they were the last province to join confederation. Oh. Yep, they were holdouts. I, I suppose they would have been like New Ireland or New England. I don't know. They were definitely more Irish uh, influence. I'd, I'd say certainly in their in their uh, uh, dialect. You're as free as you want to be. 
It's true. The way yeah. I see it. Yeah. And it's a, a free... I think a lot of freedom is um, is uh, allotted by governments and, and it could be legislated, but um, I think it really comes down to choice. No, a lot of freedoms can't be legislated. The restrictions on them can, and they do that every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You're right. I misspoke. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Um, no, it's an easy thing to... Uh, it's an easy way to think about it, you know, because that's... Part of our programming is we are programmed to think that the all-powerful, almighty federal government is up there legislating us freedoms. They're being so kind and allowing us to do things. Oh, thank you so much. Benevolence. <laughs> We're so fortunate. Thank so you, fortunate, Justin Trudeau. Because <laughs> who would build the roads without those guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> so happy. If it thank weren't for you. them. Who would inflate the value of my money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> Without those guys, what would I do? Jeez. Guess there would be somebody else to complain about who's overstepping their bounds. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That way I can just sit at home and... I beat my meat into a cup. Very chill, very cool. <laughs> no, um... um and, and, yeah, in other countries, they definitely have uh, more oppressive governments who uh, really do uh, put the screws down on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. But only for so and long. People eventually get sick of it. All of a sudden, it's a revolution. Well, the, I, I think uh, over the last, um, you know, over over two years at this point... Uh, and it it'll continue in this country um, that we're being tested constantly and just see how um, you know what at what point do we what do we break you know at what point do we just say no and I don't know if we've if we've gotten to that point yet oh this is an inconvenience. oh this is just an inconvenience for the greater good oh they. They've learned their lesson over time, too. They, the big they, by, uh, you know, they they realize that they, they can't tighten the screws down too much too fast. So they're playing the oh, long yeah. game. It's all slow, little incremental uh, pushes forward. Mm -hmm. And even terms like that, forward, we're, we're progressive. We're progressing. Yeah, have you stopped to think what you're progressing toward? Yep, yep. It's or not, uh, it's not some... You know, Star Trek like utopia, where we don't yeah. have food, uh, where we don't have money, and we have food replicators and transporters and and uh, people with funny things on their forehead. We're here to explore the science. <laughs> None of that. No. Just uh, you know, them telling us what we uh, we can't do daily. Oh, you can't do that. Nope, you can't do that. You can't do that. Like, mm -hmm. I want to start my I want to start my own business. Oh, good for you, but here's a list of things you can't do. Why can't I do that stuff? Like you do that stuff, all the big guys do that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, well, you can't cuz you don't have enough money to bribe us. Yeah, it's a uh, don't um uh, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, that's a lot of it. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, no insider trading's illegal for you. No. No. You but, can't uh, you no, you can't go buy a mountain and put your family's faces on it. <laughs> doesn't matter no you can't uh 
you know, buy a church and some property on some land and have a bunch of people believing you're Jesus. Nope, you can't do that. No. We're going to raid you and set your house on fire along with your kids. Because we thought they were smoke grenades. Yep. Sure you did. And it's not like you've had training to identify the difference between incendiary grenades and smoke grenades. Do not disrespect my bunghole. <laughs> that was very well timed. Yeah, that is very well timed. And apparently, you know, anybody who gets a key to your house can just walk in. That's what I learned. It's pretty gross. Oh, yeah, that is gross. Yep. Uh, yep that's a. Uh, yeah, but uh, not in America. You guys are lucky. Uh, no, that's you know. not entirely true. <laughs> Oh, really? I've had landlords who thought they had the same type of privilege. Mm. Yeah, you might be renting that property from me, but I own it. Therefore, I can come in and look around anytime I want. Another thing you can't. Yeah. Yeah. And real estate agents, they can do that too. They can do whatever they want. It's brilliant. What a a scam that is. Wow. Okay, so they have these, um, these, these guns. They're basically toys. Used for killing yeah. insects. Oh, okay. And it, it uses just normal-ass table salt. Mm-hmm. And it shoots out, you know, a tiny bit. An eighth of a table, eighth of a teaspoon or something at a time. Yeah. And it kills the insect with a barrage of table salt crystals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the range is terrible because the salt <laughs> quickly uh, spreads out. Yeah. But it's... um. It uses a spring to push the air that pushes the salt. They make pellet guns that do the same thing. Hmm. Uh, You can... Now, I don't think it would work with just water, but it might. Yeah. Where uh, you use water or a similar adhesive agent to make your own salt pellets. You can put them in a pellet gun. Hmm. A spring-loaded pellet gun. The kind that you, you take the handle and, you know, you pump it. Five, ten times, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's not illegal to shoot somebody with salt. I mean, it is, but <laughs> it's, it's not. So. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're coming in your house, they should be so lucky as to be shot with salt instead of lead. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's true. But seriously, put lead pellet or salt pellets in your, in your <laughs> pellet gun. <laughs> I, I've been thinking about like, uh, learning uh karate or jujitsu <laughs> most mm. recently yeah i don't know why like so I, you can I'm throw not someone a... out of your house so i <laughs> literally roll them I, out the I, door and mostly you know what it is it's mostly because i i don't i don't like fighting and i don't want to fight and uh but but if i have to i can't but i don't want to yeah if that does that make sense? It, I don't want to do that. It does that. make sense. <laughs> and and I I also want like um yeah just to to have that power or that confidence that I have that. But I also don't want to get hit. I really don't want to get hit in the face, and I don't want to lose my teeth. A pellet gun loaded with salt pellets. Yes. Will also give you that confidence. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Oh, and uh, C Brooklyn One Twelve. We want to thank you for your boostagram, saying freedom oh, yes. to boost. Woo! Freedom to boost with two, 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 two. All row of ducks. Love row of ducks. All right. Let me try something again because um, the uh, 
the crackles did not help. It didn't go away. Mm, okay. Pause tape. Fireworks. Oh, hello, no agenda stream. All right, at least uh, there. Yep, and uh, I'll get back on the other stream whenever you want. Okay. I turned it off. Nice. And we're there. Cool. Yeah. There's an idiotic solution to that problem. Oh, yeah? What, what happened? Well, when I uh, reset the Motu, mm -hmm. it decided, because I did nothing of the sort, <clears throat> Yeah. to um, see the loopback feature. Yeah. That was working fine. Yeah. The plain old Motu out one and two, that was uh -huh. working fine. But loopback mix. Yeah. Well, Windows decided to turn that one all the way down, the input level. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, just turn it all the way down. Just do whatever they want. Yeah. So. Thanks, Windows. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be Freedom Independence Day and Freedom Day. Look what, look, looky what they did over there. Idiotic. Yep. Operation Fiscal Jackhammer. Indeed. That's right. Operation Fiscal Jackhammer is in full effect. Operation Fiscal Jackhammer. That's right. That's right. Well, let's um, let's listen to some stuff to that um, irritates us even more than Windows. How about that? Oh, and what's that? Uh, National Public Radio. Ah, oh, okay, all right, cool. There's a program called All Things Considered, and um, oh, All Things Considered. They decided they should recommend some books to us. Whoa, they the, assume I read. How yeah, dare well, they? They also uh. Picked the two people in their studios yeah. with the most annoying voices, especially the lady that's hosting. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Her name is, is, her name is Juana Summers. Juana Summers. Juana Summers. She, her, voice is just, her voice is like cicadas where it's like... <laughs> just listen to this lady and you will hear cicadas in human form. Okay. Haven't even reached my full power. It's finally summer, and with everything going on in the world right now, we could all probably use a little escape. Luckily, Books We Love, formerly known as the Book Concierge, is back early this year with yeah. its first ever summer edition. Yeah. We've got tons of book recommendations to help you pick the perfect read for those slower moments of summer. Yeah. Did she see? So she said, Book Con. Was Book Connoisseur? Formerly Sorry. book concierge. Sorry, book concierge. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Dark Lord RK is right. All things considered, is normally a good show. I do enjoy a lot of the stuff I hear on there, and I get yeah. to uh, listen to Marilla Rascalo. I can't. I can't <laughs> throw her you did her voice uh, pretty well the other day. <laughs> Marilla well, Rascalo. Yeah, Keller. it's in the back of the throat. It's, it's all, in the back yeah. of my throat. I'm Mary Louise Keller. Mary Louise here on Keller. Here on Hog Story. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're here for the voicemails. Oh, yeah. You do that surprisingly well. <laughs> it's scary. I'm scared. <laughs> I spent much of today on the phone. Yeah. Uh, but this I... lady, Juana Summers. <laughs> Dear God. Oh, my goodness. And so you get to hear her and the lady she's talking to, uh, Natalie Escobar. Let's see. Uh, so they're going to tell you how they they narrow down all the suggestions uh, to a manageable number for you. Oh, okay. 
And joining me now is Natalie Escobar, an NPR editor who helped put together that list. Hey, Natalie. Hey, Juana. It's good to talk to you. It's good to talk with you, too. Okay, I want to dig into this list. How did it come together? So we asked NPR staff and book critics what their favorite books from 2022 have been so far. So books that have been published this year between January and June. We got hundreds of responses. It might not come as a surprise that NPR folks love to read all kinds of things. And so we narrowed those down to a little over 160 of our favorites. Oh, wow. 160. Okay, so got to start reading fast. Yeah, a while. Gotta start reading fast and And it sounded cut off at the end there because I did cut it off because Uh, she is just a, she just enjoys the run on sentences. Oh, of course. Doesn't take a breath. Yeah, don't you take a breath? Like, I remember that in elementary school and and learning about run on sentences. Do you not take a breath when you're, when you're, when you're speaking? (laughs) No, they do. Yeah. (laughs) You're supposed to anyway. That's true. Yeah. So, oh, well, yeah, my voice sounds different, uh, Dark Lord, because uh, I'm using a different preamp and I still haven't gotten the uh, the sounds dialed in yet. Not fully. Wait, what is this? Uh, oh, that's the breathy side. OK, let's do that. A little more breath, a little more excitement. Do I want this or do I want this? Oh, yeah, no, I, I want the the other side. OK. There we go. Yeah, it's got to be, there's different settings, apparently, oh. that I got it. Yeah, you wouldn't think amplifying, just simply amplifying the um, the voice would change it much, but it did. Hmm, it does. Yep, different preamp. With The preamp itself has no EQ settings on it or anything like that. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's all, uh, it could be the EQ also was not in the right place. That's neat. That's what we like. Things. Stuff. Things. Ah, whatever. Just like that. Oh. It's only minor anyway. Uh, right. So back to the fucking terrible books. Uh, oh, here's one. Uh, uh, a book suggestion that, um, yeah, they just want to, I don't know. They, they really want you to think they're super smart is what it is. And I said super oh, smart course. on purpose because she uses super as um, a prefix for a couple of words. It is summer, which means that some people may have a little more time to read than they might otherwise have. For you, when you think about having that kind of downtime, whether it's by the pool or on a plane or just hanging out at home, what are you looking for in a summer read? So personally, my favorite kind of summer read is the kind that I can kind of just... Okay, so she asked her a direct question, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I said, right. Dang, I'm falling into it. (laughs) I mean, she asked her a straightforward question. Yeah. What kind of books you like to read? Yeah. Right. And then the chick responds with, "Well, personally, look, yeah, well, like, yeah, like, like oh, I well, mean, of course, personally, yeah, we're asking you, we're asking you, to, yeah, we're not asking like the general population, like what do what do ladies your age uh, and uh, would, yeah, what would do Latino as- women in your demographic <laughs> like to read? Yeah, right. Exactly. Then if she said, "Well, personally." Yeah, then I that like would this. be correct. No, but what do yeah. you read? Well, personally, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> who else was I asking? <laughs> what are you looking for in a summer read? So personally, my favorite kind of summer reading is the kind that I can kind of just breeze through, nothing too heady. So my favorite kind of book is one that either I genuinely cannot put down or the kind that's short, sweet, and I can kind of breeze through in an afternoon. 
The only kind of heady I like is heady Lamar. Right. Maybe it's some heady beers. It's heady beers. <laughs> oh, she didn't say the super, super oh, words no. in that one. She, Maybe it's this didn't. one where she's, uh, yeah. She doesn't, nothing too, you know, nothing too heady. Yeah, nothing too heady. So this one. The first book from this list that jumped out to me was Present Tense Machine. It's by Gunhild Oyahag, who's a Norwegian poet. And her interest in playing with language is super apparent here. So the mm-hmm. premise is kind of complicated one, so stay with me. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, like, her, her wordplay is super apparent here. Okay. And it's a complicated one. Complicated storyline. Her interest in playing with language is super apparent here. So the premise is kind of complicated one, so stay with me. Okay. A mother mispronounces a word while her daughter plays nearby. And as a result, they both get sucked into parallel universes, and they completely forget that the other person ever existed at all. Ooh, okay, I like the wordplay here. Go on. And so for the rest of the book, they each go on living their separate lives. They end up living kind of similar parallel lives. And they're always wondering, you know, is there something more out there? Is there like another life I could have lived? It's such a strange premise, but it's one that I'm super curious to see where it goes. Plus, it's only 174 pages. So either way, it's good to get through in one afternoon. Yeah, but what wordplay? Yeah, what wordplay? Yeah. I, have a, I have a feeling this uh, this little talk between those two is heavily edited. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I don't know. Like, okay, you might say I'm a slow reader. 150 pages would still take me a, a, at least two days. Yeah, I, I like to uh, absorb the information I read. I'm I'm slow at it, also. But I mean, yeah, if you're just you, that's reading exactly through the way I read. Uh, yeah, yeah, but if absorbing. you're just reading through just to tell your friends you read a book, then yeah. there's no need for any of that. No, no, no. And the words that, okay, it's it's not a complicated premise to this song. I mean, to this book. It's kind of dumb. It's a kind of dumb premise. So mm-hmm. the lady mispronounces a word. Yeah. And that tears the fabric of space and time and puts her in a parallel universe along with her daughter. No real explanation as to why any of that happens. The word she mispronounces is tragdard. Tra- yeah. Tragdard, uh, or Tragard, which is a Norwegian word for garden. And uh, she says Targard, which is a nonsensical word. And somehow uh-huh. that tears asunder the very fabric of space and time. Yeah, I don't understand universe. that. Well, yeah. clearly you're too dumb for this uh, NPR book I, recommendation, I, obviously. It was, <laughs> she told you to be ready for the complicated premise. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, then maybe they got some other books for idiots like you. (laughs) I gotta ask, do you have anything for someone who's looking for something with a slightly less complicated premise? I got you. Hey, that's me. So I've been dying to read something that's both funny and sweet to distract me from, you know, like everything that's happening in the world right now. That's me. I like that. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so she said the same thing at at the very beginning in the first clip. The woman yeah. was saying, we need books to distract us from everything that's going on in the world. Yeah. And now, uh, Miss Natalie Escobar mm-hmm. offers up the same same uh, phrase. I gotta ask, do you have anything for someone who's looking for something with a slightly less complicated premise? I got you. So, I've been dying to read something that's both funny and sweet to distract me from, you know, like, everything that's happening in the world right now. So if you're in the mood for that kind of thing, um, Casey McQuiston's latest book, I Kiss Cheryl Wheeler, is a YA novel that's also great for adults. 
So our protagonist, Chloe, gets kissed by her high school rival, Shara Wheeler, who then like promptly disappears. So Chloe and a bunch of boys that Shara also kissed embark on a journey to figure out where the heck she is. Lauren Magaki from NPR's Education Desk was actually the one who recommended it to us. And, and she says the book feels like a warm embrace. And I don't know about you, but that's exactly what I need right now. I mean, that takes me right back to high school. And with everything going on right now, a lighter read sounds exactly right. Okay, that's the no, third time. Please they said that phrase don't. three times. Yeah, and don't take me back to high school. No. No, rude. Don't Please don't. It's terrible. So, no. And you know what? Uh, also, the premise, the story, um, is there like, uh, is there a want or a need to reach out to these people like in in high school? <laughs> like, oh this oh I, oh this person. Well, no, kissed it was me set. It was set in high school. Like, it's a story set oh. in high school. And she said the name. She oh. didn't. She didn't even put pauses between the words of the title. She just no said it, it all as I kissed Shara Wheeler. It's yeah. I kissed Shara Wheeler. Ah, okay. That's it's in that when you separate the words it sounds different. Oh yeah, no. Uh this is a teenage Harriet the Sc- Harriet the Spy, complete <laughs> with romance, angst, rebellion, and Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. In a year when LGBTQ youth and their families have faced intense political attacks, this book <laughs> Feels like a warm embrace. <laughs> I bet it does. It probably does. But I'm not consenting. That. No. So rape. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> yeah. I just thought I'd share those annoying voices with you. I I did hear an, an annoying voice. Do you want to hear the annoying voice first, or or do you want to hear about the comedy special I watched? Oh. For sure. Um, one second. We, uh, I just want to remind people. First off, you are listening to Hog Story. Despite the yes. technical difficulties we had a few minutes ago, we encourage you to leave us a voicemail. Tell us what freedom means to you. Just tell us what you did this weekend. Tell us what you didn't do this weekend. Tell us what books you're reading. Give us your most annoying voice. Oh, that's very thoughtful of you to to do a station ID. Oh yeah, now, make sure now we you get can more of those voices. Oh, excellent. Um, so I I, I watched uh, a comedy special from Jim Brewer. Oh yeah, he, that was a good one. I watched it too. That was a good one, and uh, it's uh, he just he came out with it on uh, July first, and that's another thing I did I did um, uh, on on July first. That's that's what I watched. And uh, it was, it was a, it, it was, um, talked a lot about like, you know, going, things that are happening in 2022 and, and it was very funny. Um, uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun to watch. It was topical. And it was, um, right on the money. It was. And, and you, like, you have to watch his face. Like, I think, I think seeing yeah. Jim Brewer is like, it's. 85% of the show is his face. And then the rest of it is, is the writing, it's the comedy, but like you have to see his face. <laughs> exactly. Very chill, very cool. 
<laughs> and it, the uh, the sh- the special was called uh, um, uh, some somebody had to say it. That that yeah. was the uh, and and it was it lived up to the name of it. So <laughs> if you have uh, fifty minutes, uh, I I was able to find it on YouTube pretty quickly. So uh, that's it's still out there. So uh, yeah, check it out because it was a lot of fun. I I love Jim Brewer. Like he was on Saturday Night Live. You know, Goat Boy. Yeah. Half Hell baked. Yeah. Half baked. So good. Man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and when he was on um Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's show, that was great. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he was talking about like stories of Saturday Night Live and, and he was he was in the same cast as Phil Hartman. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was great. Uh so uh so do check that out. Um, Did you have I, clips uh, or what? Oh, not from the show, but I have uh, clips from CBC Radio from for another story. Oh, okay. Um, so there's a so there's a TikTok trend. Uh, oh boy, of, another one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a so there's a movie uh, that's coming out called uh, Minions: The Rise of Gru, and and that's and that's in theaters right now, and the TikTok. Um, trend is people in suits, like in large groups, are mm. going to the theater to watch this. And I watched a couple of TikTok videos where uh, a bunch of guys were uh, were on an escalator uh, going down on, and they're all wearing, uh, they're all wearing suits. Mm. And there's there's another there was another TikTok where. They all these there was like a row of people in the theater and they all like have their hands like making a triangle at the same time. So that that's a trend. Um and uh CBC Radio was talking to a theater manager and uh he was talking about the uh the trouble that that he's been having uh with the with the screening uh this movie, this minions movie. Mm. Um, so I'm not sure uh, if you would, can hear the fireworks going off. Oh, there are fireworks in the background here. Oh, I, I, I would have figured that would have been the case. Oh yeah, well, let me turn. I off. don't, but, but uh, that's okay. Oh, okay. I'll turn off the noise suppressor. Oh, okay. A little background. Oh, I hear it now. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. But uh, I have a, a cl- I have clips for that. Um, uh, clip one. Uh, the uh, theater manager is talking to uh, the CBC radio lady. I didn't get Basically, much of her voice. Screen- Sorry. Because I didn't get much of her voice because her voice was very irritating. But uh, uh, okay. I, I did pick up some. some so uh, it's comparable to the NPR lady. Oh, good. Basically, um, the screens were very suddenly overrun with lots of um, young boys and girls um, attending in suits and all sorts of fancy dress. And it didn't seem to be that the suits were the problem or how they were dressed, but rather the size of the groups and their behavior. Um, Well, at first, it was things you'd typically expect from high-spirited kids. They were excited, a bit stuck on their phones, talking a lot, uh, cheering. Um, But, you know, once the film got in, they didn't stop. They didn't settle down. It just got louder and louder. Um, They were starting to throw things to each other, throw things past our regular customers, um, past families, sat there with their their children. And then they couldn't sit still any longer up and around the screen. 
The language was appalling and very offensive, especially, again, for the younger ears in the audience. Ah. Yeah. Oh, no. Now, I didn't see, see a whole lot of that in, the, in, the, in these TikTok videos. I did see one, uh, the appearance of, like, police at one theater, and I, I guess one of the groups got, got booted out of the theater. I mean, you're fucking up hard if you're getting booted out of a movie theater. Yeah, really. Like, you really are. So I, I don't know why, why they, they'd be doing that. Um, but uh, in, in clip two, uh, he, he continues on, on, a, on what he was talking about. And when staff then tried to settle them down, um, that just seemed to antagonize them further. And the staff were then even subject to abuse. Was this just one screening over the weekend or did it happen over and over again? Unfortunately, I think it happened in every performance bar two, perhaps the two early, very early morning ones. Um, and then the later the day went on, the, the more rowdy and unpleasant it got. Oh. Yeah. Just, just so rowdy and unpleasant. Oh, no. Oh. Um, clip three? Yeah, in clip three, uh, uh, the, uh, the theater manager is talking about if he's ever seen anything like that. No, <laughs> I can very, very easily say it's not like anything I've experienced before. Um, of course, we have nightmare films where it's a very popular you know, subject or story and suddenly it gets a 15 or even an 18 age rating um, and all the children are trying to sneak in, their parents are trying to sneak them in and we'll have plenty of confrontations and issues there. And of course, just in general, in kids' films, the children are a bit more rowdy than, than you know, in a, in a grown-up film. But this, you know, it's just where it's been every single performance and the scale of the misbehaviour has just been mind-blowing. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, in clip four, he talks about how how this isn't just isolated to the theatre that he manages, but all across the UK. Yeah, absolutely. It's completely across the UK. With that first screening, none of us had any idea it, this trend on TikTok even existed. So we were completely baffled by all these boys arriving in suits and sitting in a darkened cinema with sunglasses on and swimming flippers on. And we were like, what's going on here? And then, you know, with the behaviour issues, that kind of took all our attention. Um, but um, this morning when we were sort of sitting down trying to decide what to do about the situation, we started to see online that all the cinema chains across the UK have been seeing similar things happening and taking similar action regarding bookings. Mm. Yeah. And then in clip five, he explains what, what they're doing to, uh, uh, to avoid having, having these, uh, these situations occur. These noisy kids. Yeah, these noisy kids. Right. Tell us about that. What are you doing to try to curb this? Well, you know, when we sort of reached the worst possible time yesterday with the worst screening we had, we just said, right, that's it. This is unmanageable going forward. So we took every screening completely off sale. Um, we had to apologize um, to our customers on Facebook and say, sorry, you know, this we will be showing this film. We're dying for everyone to see this film because it's so, so good. But until we can figure out a way to manage who's coming in to see the film, we've just got to take it off sale and stop anyone else booking. And then what we've now decided to do this morning is we've gone back to the old fashioned way where the, the screenings are scheduled and they're going ahead. But people can only pay in person when they arrive for that screening so that we can see who's going in, check that we're not having any more large groups trying to go in and cause any more disruption. It's um, very, very confusing and very antiquated for people that are used to just booking online at will. Um, but it's it's the only way we can see that we can manage it at the moment. Oh, jeez. I mean, would that happen in America? 
Probably. I mean, it sounds like America. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> and and Gosh. also. Is that it? Just two? <laughs> I have another one that's stuck. Oh. Oh, oh I both. Carolyn! Gesundheit. Thank you. I, I have uh, one last clip. Uh, and yeah, CBC Radio, they're like, they're all about banning people from everything. They're not about inclusivity like they say they are. They're just like, well, you know, what are you going to, you going to ban them all? Yeah. Clip six. Oh, okay. <laughs> and are you essentially banning the uh, suit and tie dress code or banning folks of a certain age or banning large groups? How are you m managing that or deciding who can come in? Well, we never want to ban anyone. We want everyone to feel they can come to the cinema. You know, it's, it's a family venue. Everyone should be able to come. But unfortunately, simply because of the behavior and it's been the vast majority of the young people in these suits and outfits that have been causing the problems. So we have temporarily at least had to put a blanket ban on anyone coming in dressed up that's evidently dressed up for you know, the TikTok trend. Um, we've also put a limit on um, the size of groups that we're going to admit for the time being. We're not going to ban any age groups because I'm sure there are plenty of very, very well-behaved 14 and 15-year-olds that are dying to come and see the Minions film. And, you know, we welcome them with open arms. Um, so we, we don't, we're not basing anything on age group at all. But um, if, if it's clear someone's coming in because of this trend, we are turning them away for the time being. Hmm. Right. Yep. yep. Well, they're... Uh... I'll, I'll post some of the TikTok videos on in the show notes um, so you can see it. I mean, it, it's it's cool. It's a cool visual, like a bunch of people like in a in suits and wearing the same thing, going down an escalator. That's pretty amusing. I understand that. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> here's one. Uh, this is an old clip I have uh, from a program called On the Media. I think this is uh, from American Public Media. Okay. Where they were talking about uh, TikTok trends. Oh yes. Okay. Another thing that I'm picking up on from these examples is that TikTok, because it's the hot platform, it sort of allows journalists to put a fresh coat of paint on an old trend, intentionally or not. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe this is an old trend and they're just putting a fresh coat of paint on it, putting it on a TikTok. Oh, it's yeah, fresh, well, maybe. it's new, it's hot. It's hot, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what about this one? Without good investigative journalism or more academic research, we can only speculate, which is one of my main points in this taxonomy. As journalists, we need to be clear about the scale of a given harm or threat. And if we don't know, we need to make that clear, too. But more often than not, these reports just leave so much open to the imagination. I agree, Micah, but we shouldn't go uh, easy on TikTok either. Uh, Conspiracy theories, extremist content, and misinformation, they travel extraordinarily fast on that app, and TikTok hasn't made it clear that they have a great handle on tamping it down. <laughs> right. That's right. Right. So I'm sure it's, uh, it's all just a promo for theaters anyway. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. I had to go out and look look for these videos, these, these TikTok videos. Like, oh, okay. Mm. It, it didn't seem like much. I mean, that guy seemed like he complained quite a bit. I, I was expecting more uh, rowdiness. Yeah. Like, you know, lampshades on, on heads. I didn't see any lampshades on heads. 
No. That's a real party. That's when you know things are going a different direction. Why don't we listen to a voicemail? Oh, hit me with a voicemail. Do not make my bunghole angry. I demand TV. Um. Uh, driving back from uh, the lake. I don't know what you guys are talking about. So, uh, what are you guys talking about? That, you know, that's stuff. cool. Yeah, have you talked about uh, it in relationship to world peace yet? Oh no! How about uh, it on the uh, international uh, scale or market or uh, scene? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, talk amongst yourselves and discuss if if you must. Uh, and I'm I'm going to turn the show on right now. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there. Oh, and uh, happy Fourth of July to uh, uh, Fletcher, and I hope that Carolyn had a wonderful uh, uh, Canada, Canada Day. Thank Which you. I, what does Canada Day celebrate? Confederation. Not, sure. <laughs> Not really in the name. In the smoker. In the smoker. <laughs> and we celebrate <laughs> the signing of Confederation. And bless you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks, Ned. Ned, happy uh, Independence Day to you. Yes, happy Independence Day. Oh, well. I'm just starting to feel worse and worse. I was already feeling oh, crappy. No. Oh, no. Yeah, that's all right, you want, though. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, all right, let's wrap this up. Plus all the equipment not cooperating. And I guess maybe our question missed the mark since we didn't get any uh, participation much on that. That's all right, though. People are probably that, busy with the holiday and everything, too. Is freedom is a deep question, too. I'm sure it's in their hearts. Can't just put in a voicemail that's three minutes long. Uh, that's true. That's okay. Very chill, very cool. But if you got any value from this show, you can give value back. You can go to hogstory.com slash donate. You can also uh, boost us yeah. uh, with a modern podcast app. Uh, go to nudepodcastapps.com and uh, get yourself a podcasting 2.0 app where you can boost us. And we'll be able to read your boostergrams on the show. And it's always a lot of fun. And you get to find out what the sound is. That's always fun, too. Um and we'll be uh, we'll be back uh, on Monday for episode 306 of Hog Story. That's exactly what I need right now. And I have been Carolyn. And I have been Fletcher. Well, wow, there's a big big bada boom outside. Bada boom. People are enjoying their freedom. So am I. And uh, we're enjoying everybody uh, listening to us. Thank you all very much. And, Thank you, uh, everybody. We will uh, we'll talk to you again soon next Monday, as a matter of fact. But until then, I will still be Fletcher. Uh, so, adios. Mofos. I have been. Adios. You have been. Adios. Adios. Yes, I have. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah! Farting loudly. Baseline. Beavis, the government is about to train our schlongs. <laughs> One day. For all mankind. <laughs> Who do double anal and double vaginal at the same time. You know, TVDA. There's a Ta-ta, slut in our house that's going to, like, do it with us. Now they use the word slut. 
in a sex-positive way, which is a good thing. Beavis, tomorrow we are going to score with that lady. <laughs> in outer space? Wherever she wants it. Outer space, the back of a car, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> Bye-bye.